0: It's Jazz88. I'm chatting with Martin Dosh. He's getting ready for a show tomorrow night at Ice House as part of the Courtyard series that we're co-presenting with Ice House. Dosh, thank you so much for taking the time to chat about the show and about everything happening in your musical universe. Thanks, Sean. What's up? Nothing much, man. I mean, I've I've known you for... 23, 24 years or something like that. Very um, long time, yeah. And I've always looked up to what you do musically, and I'm really excited to be uh, in this sort of setting. I've never done an interview with you before, but um, that is su- true. suffice it to say, <laughs> I'm honored. Now, this show you're doing tomorrow is with Jeremy Soccer, and it's an all-improv show on the Courtyard of Ice House, right?
1: Yeah, I think we're going to do some of Jeremy's tunes, maybe a few of my tunes too, but probably half and half. Gotcha. So, but it's just two-piece, two so I mean, I'll play Fender Rhodes and mostly drums, and then Jeremy would be on guitar.
0: Um, yeah, when it's a two-piece, but one of those pieces is Dosh, it's like a five-piece. Yeah. Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> you are a multi
0: instrumentalist <laughs> <laughs> Drums, keyboards. Um, the new song you just sent over, we're going to listen to in a bit, uh, you're playing guitar on that as well, so...
1: Yeah, it's a little bit of guitar and then, yeah, um, and then it also has other musicians on it too, obviously. But.
0: You seem to be one of those people who's always welcoming of collaborators and not kind of provincial, like, oh, I should be the only drummer or, oh, I need keyboards, but I'm a keyboard player, so I shouldn't call Kevin Gastongue." You seem to always go, no, we can make it cooler with all of us. Is that innate to your spirit or is that something that you sort of had to program into yourself at first rather being a little more controlling?
1: I think the controlling thing is definitely there, but for me, it was more just a matter of sort of building community in Minneapolis and just like playing shows and recording is like a really great way to hang out with your friends and to make cool stuff. And so, luckily, most of the friends that I play with are all really talented in their own way, and they bring certain things to songs that I just couldn't bring, even if they play something similar. Um, I mean, you played on one of my tunes, which is one of one of my (laughs) favorite tunes that I've done, and that was just like I should get Sean to play bass on this. You know, I I don't know why I thought that, but worked, you in- know. Because
0: you build community, right? Like, I mean, I, I can play bass. I'm glad you call me, but it's also one of those things where you go now, that's just a deeper connection that I have, and there's, uh, you know, a hundred people in the Twin Cities and around the world who have that thing Not only did I, you know, cheers with Dash when we are hanging out at a club, but actually, I got to go into his house. I got to I got to play yeah. with him, and I, I got to create that. Now, somebody you've called a lot is Jeremy Ivelsacker. and I heard uh, we have mutual friends. Uh, rest in peace to Idea, but Idea said this thing: if you freestyle with somebody who, and you freestyle with them all the time, you're not really freestyling anymore you're doing something different because you're kind of having a conversation about your previous conversations. So when you sit down with somebody, not for the first time, but somebody like Jeremy, which you probably sit down with him for the 150th time, if not more, what is that like to improvise with somebody where you've done it so many times before?
1: Um, Yeah, it's kind of like sort of just talking without using using words. He's just such a sympathetic player. And his approach to guitar is so interesting, too, because he's one of those guys who sort of was really, 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 I mean, he is really incredible, but sort of started out as like a technician and has sort of like been deconstructing his approach for his whole career since I've known him for 25 years. So he's like trying to unlearn all this stuff. And, um, or maybe he's not, but that's just sort of how it appears to me. Um, And it's, uh, he's just a really, really great listener. You know, he's not afraid. He's not trying to show off. He's not trying to be like, I'm the best. He's just trying to play the right thing for whatever the moment
0: calls for, you know? I'm chatting with Martin Dosh, who's getting ready for a show tomorrow night at Ice House as part of the Courtyard series that we are uh, thankful to be co-presenting with Ice House. And he's going to be uh, collaborating with Jeremy Ivelsocker on that. Now, I want to talk a little bit about this tune, Djembe, that you shared with us because it got me really excited. And there's actually a couple moments that I want to hone in on particularly. But um, last time we talked, it was at Taste of Minnesota. It was loud. And I feel like over the din of the band, you were like, I'm also doing a 30-piece big band Selection with some monstrous amount of musicians, and I was like, "Okay, I don't, I don't think alcohol is involved, but I, I, don't, I don't, I don't know if I'm hearing it right. So let me get this information about a show you got coming up a little bit later in summer at Ice House.
1: The information is that it's not thirty piece. Okay, but it's, uh, that would be impossible. But no, no, it would not be impossible. But it's eleven piece. Okay, big band. Um, I think it's eleven including me. But yeah, it's um, it's two drums, uh, two electric pianos, two guitars, two saxophone, trumpet um, bass and percussion. So, and it's, yeah, it's called the Larry, Larry from Memorial Orchestra. And we did one show in January when I did a re- residency at Ice House and, um, I wasn't really sure how it was going to go. Cause it's, it's kind of tricky to improvise with that many people mm-hmm. because you can obviously, there's a lot of sound possibilities, but again, these guys are all really good listeners and, you know, we sort of have maps about how to break things down. Okay. So like This tune will start with just drums and it'll go for five minutes and then bring in the horns and just sort of map things out that way. But it turned out to be a really, really amazing night and we got a recording of it. So I think at some point we're going to, I'm going to try to find the good parts and maybe release a couple tunes from
0: that. Is Larry Schaefer a name I should know or is that?
1: He is the founder, none of the guys in the band actually really knew him either, but he was the founder of uh, Lake Country School in South Minneapolis, which is where I went as a kid. And I taught there for a number of years, too. And I lived next door to it in that house we were talking about earlier. Um, But he passed away, I think, in in December or January. And so it was just, he was on my mind. And I was just like, we wanted to sort of make, I wanted to make music and sort of, honor
0: of him with that. Oh, wow. That's, that's beautiful stuff. Uh, I, like I said, you, you brought us an exclusive. If I feel like I'm uh, working at a rap station, we got got an exclusive dash (laughs) (laughs) dash with a debut. Um, but uh, I, if I could, in addition to me being really impressed with your music dash for the years, we've shared this community together. I've been really impressed with your spirit. Thanks, man. There's, uh, I think there's something where like somebody asked Bob Mold like, "What's it like to be the sourest person in rock?" And he goes, "You'd have to ask Mark Kozelik." I think was what he <laughs> oh, said. Nice. And sometimes people go, "Oh man, you're like the nicest person in the Twin Cities music scene, Sean." And I'll go, "Oh, you got to meet Dash. He's he's the nicest person. You're a man who um, always has a kind word." And, it's
1: very nice of
0: you to say that. Well, I, I really mean it because beyond a kind word, you've 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 really created community. Actively, um, you've responded to moments. You've been a part of a bunch of benefits as well. But you're just a person who um, b- brings your people along, and that that's been a beautiful thing. Is I hear that in these new songs. I just picked up a vinyl from you. I'm looking forward to spend this in a little, uh, little while, summertime time. This is one of those tunes where at the, at the height of the pandemic, right, you're reaching out to hundreds of people basically to start yeah, to start definitely. playing on this stuff. Because we needed it, right? We, yeah. needed, we didn't need another headphone album. We needed something where there's players on there getting together. Um, so thank you. I, I, don't, I don't got a question, dude. Thank you for All being right, like thanks, a man. shining light <laughs> before you even play a single beat, you know, like. Right on, man. Let's talk about this tune, because I think you're doing something. The working title is not Duke Jembe. You want to call it Jembe, but Duke Ellington already has a tune called Jembe. Yeah,
1: I this, it would be confusing. Yeah. <laughs> I already made a record called Tommy, so. Okay. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Understood. We're, we're uh, creating some clarity there. Uh, this is something that features uh, Chris Thompson on sax, Kevin Gastangwe on organ and keyboard, you on guitar and drums and keyboard, and then a bass player who I didn't recognize by name.
1: Uh, yeah, Matt Skemp. Um- he plays uh, in a few bands out of uh, Milwaukee and Eau Claire. Gotcha. And he's kind of in tight with all the Bon Iver people and those, those guys, you know.
0: You got a moment, a couple minutes into the tune we're gonna listen to, where a sort of like standard drum machine drum beat drops in. It, it has been a little more exploratory. It starts with this sort of melodic moment, but it is it is vintage Dosh to me, cause I think I would have been like, that's a bad idea in the studio. Yeah. And then I'm listening as a listener I go, that's a perfect idea. <laughs> You have a big canvas. You have a lot of things at your disposal. You're a very capable drummer, keyboard player. But I think you would also recognize that beyond your capabilities as an instrumentalist, you're a really capable curator. Yeah. How do you pull the canvas away at the right moments? How do you pull the canvas in and what is it like to do that with other people? I mean, I think a lot of the
1: time it's sort of just listening to it a lot and figuring out which elements work and, you know, recording a lot of different improvised ideas over the pieces and so either rearranging them or just muting them or bringing them in and just trying out different stuff until it sort of feels right. But I definitely love hip hop and so I think my sort of production aesthetic is more along the lines of like hip hop production or dub production where it's sort of you make the sounds ahead of time and then you sort of toy with them after the fact and sort of more it's sort of like deconstructing stuff. Um, Even though the sort of instrumentation and and the ideas are very jazzy for sure. It's more of like a... I want to have the illusion that it's sort of being played live. Yeah. Even though it isn't really being played live. So that's kind of what I'm striving for. It's to create something that someone could hear and be like... Wonder if it's like being recorded live. You know? That
0: Well, you know what? Mission accomplished. Because I've never heard anything that sounds sort of in the box from you. It always sounds like humans. Whether it's one human or many, many humans. Right. That That's what it sounds like. Another thing you're a master at, Dash, is having me go oh, this is the thesis of the song, and then three minutes later go, oh, no, that was just like a supporting introduction. This is the thesis of the song. And then you go, wait, that's that. you keep me guessing as to what the center of the song is. And I understand that that can maybe be stressful for some listeners, but what I find is that it is actually really rewarding because you go, oh, I don't know exactly what I'm supposed to focus on, but I never feel like the plate's too full, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean the other the other thing is that it, sometimes the ideas can be sound kind of simple, but the idea is to make it that someone could get something out of it after listening to it ten or fifteen twenty times. You're still hearing new things, yeah. and that's kind of exciting too. Where it's like you kind of think you know what it is, but then you hear it again like a year later or something. You're like, wait a minute, that that even happens to me. Where I'll just because I'm basically making it to sort of enjoy it myself, and if I know if I can get to that level, of like you know. Being like, okay, that's good. Then the other people out there will, will like it too. Um, but yeah, if I put on an old track, sometimes years later, I'll be like, "What? what how did I do that? What, <laughs> what, 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 was, what, what was the process?" You know, because I didn't, I don't really take notes about how I'm doing it. But it's,
0: it's cool. So come have dinner at House's courtyard tomorrow and think about the improvisation you heard for the next thirty years. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's all a big mystery.
0: <laughs> well, Dosh, it's a big mystery, but it always sounds beautiful when you're at the helm. We're going to listen to this tune, D- Not Duke Jembe. We like that? Yeah, that's a good title. And there's yeah. a Jazz 88 exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. You want to hit a radio drop or anything? Like, it's Dosh, dude. <laughs> hey, it's Dosh. What's happening? All right. I like it, Dash. I feel like we covered everything. Oh, wait, did you say what date that other big show is? To- oh, yeah.
1: It's uh, Tuesday, uh, the
0: 18th of July. The Larry Schaefer Orchestra? Larry Schaefer Memorial Orchestra. Larry Schaefer Memorial Orchestra. Dash, I'm really touched that you came into our studios, and I'm really thankful that you're sharing new music and really excited that you're playing at Ice House's Courtyard tomorrow.
1: Awesome, Sean. Thanks. It's always great to hear you on the, on the dial. <laughs> My man.